Here's to the crazy ones, the misfits, the rebels, the troublemakers, the round pegs in the square holes, the ones who see things differently. They're not fond of rules, and they have no respect for the status quo. You can quote them, disagree with them, glorify or vilify them. About the only thing you can't do is ignore them, because they change things. They push the human race forward. While some may see them as the crazy ones, we see genius. Because the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. Everybody, and welcome to the second episode of the Think Different Podcast. That's right, we survived week one. We are back again. We're not done. No, we're not one of those podcasts that ends in like three weeks. No, we are here, <laughs> here live with you guys, and we cannot thank you for the amazing feedback we had over the last week with the podcast. You know, everyone likes the audio quality. People were listening and very interested in who we are and what we're about. And it's really awesome. This is already a good start. And, of course, Tim, my co-host with the most. (laughs) Tim, what kind of feedback have you gotten throughout the week uh, since our last time together? Yeah, I mean, the biggest comment that we received was uh, the quality of our audio. I mean, Will and I use the same mic and uh will is a very uh, techie guy uh kind of knows what he's doing with with uh the sound editing and the kind of post-production of our show um so kudos to him for making the quality actually stand out and that be one of the biggest topics people were talking about you don't have to be an apple fan to listen to our show no we share interesting material we offer different viewpoints uh will and i are not always going to agree on the same thing you know sometimes we will and sometimes we won't but I think that's that's what people want to tune into. People want to almost pick sides. Um, and I think that's a lot of the feedback that we were receiving as well is uh, Will and I didn't agree on things last last episode. We will continue not to agree on things, and we will continue to agree on things. Um, so it just it goes back and forth. I agree. And a lot of things we're going to talk about are going to be things like Apple. We're going to talk about the retail store environment. We're talking about customer relationships. We're going to talk about teaching. So there's a lot of different things we're going to focus on. And yes, they're going to be primarily Apple related. And that's because that's the experience we came from. So that's what you're going to hear on these episodes. You know, with everything that we've talked about today, it's going to be a great day. We're going to talk about the news, and then we have our very first segment today, App versus App, and we are comparing Waze and Apple Maps later on in the episode. You are not only going to hear that, but on our YouTube channel, we have a video of that experience. So me and my wonderful, beautiful, <laughs> sexy wife, and I went out to a wedding, and I thought that was the perfect opportunity for the first app versus app because people have the stigma on Apple Maps. And I wanted to show that, you know what, Apple Maps has more than what people think. So with that being said, we'll get to that a little bit later. But of course, we're going to start off like we do every episode with the news. The news. Breaking news. 
Mac Rumors reports that Apple discontinues 12-inch MacBook. The 12-inch MacBook first launched in April 2015 and started at uh, $12.99 prior to being discontinued. Um, what was cool about this MacBook, it was uh, one of the first Macs that actually came in the various colors. And it was also so light and portable that uh, it became something that for they kind of advertise as a commuter computer. Um, but now it is no longer available, um, and it's not going to be able to be purchased online um, through the Apple Store. It can still technically be per- purchased refurbished, um, but that is the only way you can actually get uh, your hands on the original 12-inch MacBook that hasn't been updated since June of 2017. Well, what's your thoughts about this? Yeah, so when this first came out, I, I, I'm not going to lie, I never liked this MacBook ever. It was never my a big fan of mine. Number one, repair wise, this repair sucks. <laughs> okay, this was like when they started making the newer design style that we now have in the stores, and it was tough to repair. There was like a stand, and you had to put it on certain things to get it to sit so right. So this was done in the store. Some repairs were, yeah. I've had to repair this before. Okay. I've, I'll be honest, most repairs on this thing were so expensive because everything was on the logic board. Remember, this was a fir- this was a fanless Mac. Um, which was wow. another thing they were taunting about. And then the new keyboard design came out with this Mac. There were a lot of things about this Mac was like, they started here, and then now all the MacBook Pros kind of have all these features. As far as this Mac goes, never liked it. My wife actually has it. She likes it because it's pink, because really there weren't any other ones. But once the MacBook Air came out last year, there was really no point in getting this Mac. Yeah, I, there's I would one, there's one, agree. It's one port for charging, and then you it's really, you're not meant to plug anything into it. There is a headphone jack, but beyond that... Like there, it wasn't fast speeds, USB speeds. There, there's honestly nothing about this MacBook I liked. I mean, if you go back to the MacBook from 2003, 2000, like, you know, four, five, six, seven. Oh my God, MacBook was probably the most popular Mac, and it was like the white model, and then they had a black <laughs> model, and that you know, like that was a really good, solid computer. Those are when the I, you know, but ugh, yeah, I never liked it. Apple announced their uh, back-to-school education deal that's on for the summer season. So this is always a this is always huge for st- any student, any educator, anybody involved in the education system can now get a discount on qualifying Mac and iPads, along with receiving free Beats headphones. The headline that was in the press release was MacBook Air and MacBook Pro updated for back-to-school season. Students can purchase MacBook Air for. $99.99 and the 13 inch MacBook Pro for $1,199. Um, and they actually just updated the t- two computers. So the MacBook Air actually comes with now with a true tone to its retina display. Um, and now they actually lower their price for the college students to the, from the $1,099 price to the $999 price. And then in addition to that, the 13 inch MacBook Pro has been actually updated with eighth, eighth generation quad core processors making it two times more powerful than before. And it also features a touch bar and touch ID, a true tone retina display, and the Apple T2 security chip. And that's available again for students at $1,199. Um, so with each purchase of the MacBook Air or the MacBook Pro, you also receive a free pair of Beats Studio 3 wireless headphones. The iPad Air and the iPad Pro are also included in this promotion where you can also get the free Beats headphones. Um, I always love this time of year because 
especially when when I started off as a specialist, it was more of that, oh, my daughter or my son is going off to college and this was their first purchase to, you know, really get them root college and like they would always want they would always have different it was always funny. Well it was like <laughs> the dad wanted the these X amount of features because this is what they would need through college and the uh you know student always wanted this features and they're always different. <laughs> and what was important and what we were educated about as being the on the employee side was uh we're talking to the student, not to the parent. Uh, and we wanted to make sure that the student was getting what they ultimately wanted um, and what they desired because they're the actual customer that's going to be using the product versus the the parent. Now, the parent will bring in, you know, good points, whatever, whole nine yards. But uh, it was a student that we were directly talking to, you know. So, like, let's say a student that's going to start art art school and going to be an art major in college you'd probably want to lean them more towards a, a MacBook Pro with a little bit better RAM um, and, you know, the True Tone display, uh, you know, Retina display, a um, little bit longer battery life. You'd want them to gear towards that. Lots, a lot of storage, too, in the hard drive because they're going to be storing a lot of, you know, hot, large files, large photographs. To whereas if somebody's going to be an English major, they don't really need something that's a high-processing computer you can kind of educate them on the fact that you know a MacBook Air could be be a, a great fit for them. It's light, it's port, it's completely portable. It's really uh, thin, and it has enough processing power to handle, you know, Google Docs, the, the internet, Wikipedia. When you're when you're writing your your papers, you wouldn't be using that much computing power anyway. Well, to be honest, with the Macs, they're already pretty powerful as it is. Now, what's interesting about this too, a couple of different things happened on the same day. So they also knocked down the storage price for all of the Macs. So now if you upgrade your high-end storage, they discounted them. Uh, so that was on top of this. Oh, I didn't upgrade. know that. Yeah, that was on top of it. Like they dropped $200 cheaper on the iMac, $400 cheaper on the Mac Mini. Like So the SSD drives have also been discounted in the same day as this. So I wanted to break this down for you so you get a good idea of what you're going to be buying. Now, by the way, not every Mac qualifies for this. I know they're focusing on the uh, MacBook Pro and the, uh, and the MacBook Air, but also I believe the iMac and the Mac Pro uh, count, even though the Mac Pro's... I don't know who won't buy that trash can one anymore, but but the bottom line is <laughs> those are all qualified. So I'm going to go with the cheapest Mac possible. So I'm going to also Apple Care is discounted to 20% off as well. So there's a, there's more, which is great, which is awesome. So let's talk about this now. By the way, there are college discounts throughout the year, but you don't get the Beats headphones, and that's the key. So I'm going to choose right now the 13-inch MacBook Air. It's a 1.6 dual core. With a 128 uh, gig storage, that's 9.99. That's the that's the discounted price. I'm gonna keep all the specs exactly the same, and then I'm gonna choose a free pair of headphones. Now you get Studio Threes. So the, we used to give solos. They're giving Studio Threes. Uh, so this is a, a much better value. Uh, than I didn't even catch that. Yeah, it's a much. <laughs> it's it, we used to give solos. Uh, yeah, that's insane. Which were yeah, 200 dollars. They're now giving studio wireless one. That's a $350 saving on top of the fact that they discounted this. That's only for the Max. For iPads, you still get Beats Solo 3 wireless. Just, just to point okay, that out good. there. Okay, good. Yeah, so iPads, I think, were also part of this college deal as well. They, they hit a... They, they uh, are. It's they only the iPad Pro and iPad Air. Yeah, so you, but you do not... Yeah, but you have to... Uh, you won't be able to get the higher end for that. 
Correct. And then Correct. the MacBook, and then for Apple Care Plus for a Mac, which you should get on every one of your damn products, should yes. is one ninety nine. So that's two hundred dollars. That's three years of coverage. And by the way, we'll give you a tip later on how you can save have a longer uh, warranty mm-hmm. down the line. I'll talk about that. So the total is without tax is one thousand one hundred ninety eight dollars. It's a bargain. So you get a MacBook Air, you get a Studio Three wireless headphones. And you get Apple Care, well, all that for for that amount of money. Uh, you'd be silly not to get that, guys. I, I'll be honest. If yeah. this is the year to buy a Mac, this is it because this is the best price they have done ever when it comes to this these deals. And by the way, you don't have to even keep the Beats headphones. You could give it as a gift to someone else. Heck, you already saved money by buying a gift, or sell it yourself. Put it on Facebook, uh, marketplace. Sell it for like three hundred dollars, and then if you do that, now you just knock your price down even more. Yeah. And if you buy it in Delaware, I- you don't pay tax. <laughs> you don't pay tax. So go to correct. Delaware to get your stuff. Also, Will, you know, you talk about how this is the cheapest it's ever been. There's also still that trade-in aspect of it. Of it that also changes the whole game. You know, where you can trade in your old Mac, you can trade in yep. your old iPad, your old iPhone, even your Apple Watch now, and you can get a value and that you can put that towards your next purchase. Um, and it makes it almost such an easy process in the store. The I will have the caveat, you cannot trade your MacBook in the store. You still have to... Yeah, you still have to trade in your MacBook online and send it out yep. yourself. that's a big point. And then you would have to wait for that uh, credit, and then you can use that in a store. But I did read an article that came out recently where now you can actually purchase. As long as you've made the trade-in prior to purchase, you can purchase the new Mac in store, and then have you be credited back the difference once they receive that trade-in. So that's something that's new. Um, I don't. Again. You know, Will and I are really in touch with oh. the store anymore and the new processes, but that's going to be something that's really going to be really interesting um, going forward if, if people take advantage of that. I don't believe many people know about that, um, but it is, it is a pretty big thing that now you can actually do the trade-in online, send it out yourself, go in the store, purchase a new Mac, and then once they receive that trade-in, they will credit you back whatever amount they owed you or quoted you. Um, so that's it. That's an interesting thing, but then also, yeah, I mean, you can trade in if you have an old iPad One hanging around or the original Apple Watch. That's worth you know a good twenty five twenty five fifty dollars. But that's still like almost getting a ten percent discount. Like twenty five bucks. <laughs> uh, uh, no, don't trade. No, don't trade. Why? Them. It's just, just, just don't trade in that damn app. Keep your Apple I, Watch. I'm on my zero, third Apple right? Watch, and I've given away all. I kept my <laughs> Apple Watch. Get out of here. Some trade-ins are good, some are not. Keep your eye on it. Go in the store, find out your trade. You can do it online as well. Actually, online is probably the better spot to go because the value is the same. So go online, look up the trade-in value, and you know what? I even tell people to do this: don't even buy Apple Care that day. Go do the trade-in, get your value back, yep. and then you can use that value that you get and put it towards an Apple Care purchase. So you can always buy it's, Apple Care up to sixty it's, days. Uh, so make sure days, that I is it sixty or thirty? I forget. I think it's thirty. Or, it used to be a year for Max, but then they yeah, changed it. Yeah, but get your Apple Care. You can't wait anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was telling Will, you know, prior to us jumping on the podcast, that I still actually run off of the old 
almost the original MacBook Air when it was actually four gigabit bits of RAM. So when we do this podcast, I, I'm a little slow with downloading and stuff like that because my computer is so so much older. But now the standard MacBook Air comes with eight gigabits eight gigabytes of RAM. That is awesome. That is huge. You know where the standard MacBook Pro used to come with an eight gig RAM space. And now the MacBook Air is coming with that, right? So, and also, I mean, like like Will said, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, and also remember too, the MacBook Pro now is only a Touch Bar model, so there's no more function keys. That might, uh, I'll be honest, that might piss some people off. I mean, people do like the function keys. Uh, to be honest with you, you know, I have a Touch Bar model. Uh, I'll be real honest, I do not do it. In fact, it gets it more in the way than it's useful. I know the Touch Bar is not exactly the hit that people want, but I think that you know, with the rumor next Mac coming out. You know, I hope they just have one with a touch bar and without a touch bar. That's all I ask. Give people options, you know? All right. So yeah. that'll end this portion of our news, but we are going to get to the next portion, which I did over a weekend at a wedding. Uh, it is app versus app. Woo! Choo choo. Let's get Everybody, welcome to the very first app versus app. We are here going to somewhere nowhere in New York. We have our McDonald's here. We're ready to go. Is my wife Tara here? Uh, you may hear an audio form. She's waving, but you can't hear. Just say hi. The podcast. Oh well, you're filming, so I don't know. Yeah, she don't know. So anyway, <laughs> uh, we're doing both, Tara. We're doing video and audio. So oh, there you go. Hi, people. Yeah. Hello. So Hello. she is driving us to New York. Now we are going to uh, Monticello, New York, wherever Monticello. that is. Monticello, New York. We are going to be using two different apps to do this. So I wanted to just uh, show the camera here. I'm going to be using Apple Maps on this phone, and I'm using. Uh, we're going to be using Waze to compare. It is time for app versus app. It is Apple Maps versus Waze. Ooh. This is going to be two hours and 38 minutes according to Apple Maps. They have the same battery life. We're going to compare battery life as well. There's going to be no charge on these. We're going to see how they act without battery connected to it. Get here, go now. The two hours, 31 minutes. There's just something I have to say about these french fries. Dallas french fries are the best. Um, so, of course, we're running into traffic because that's New Jersey and that happens. But one thing I noticed right when we were getting on the Garden State Parkway is... In 13 miles. Oh, Keep left onto Garden State Parkway North. So, thank you very much, Siri. Uh, so I noticed that it told us to be in the left two lanes going onto the, uh, basically the jug handle we take to get on the parkway. Uh, Waze did not say anything like that. Uh, it was basically telling us to go 13 miles straight. Go straight on for 14 there you go. Now, Garden State Parkway North. There you go. I have no idea what he just said. <laughs> Right there. The, Brit, uh, the British, 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 the the British, 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 the the uh, where Apple Maps does not, but obviously the colors indicate you're going to be stopped from traffic. Uh, the phone actually told me, hey, you can go a faster way, and it popped up and said... In three quarters of a and, mile, uh, we basically keep left it. onto Garden State Parkway North. I want to try to do it exactly the way it tells us to go, 
but I just noticed that, you know, Waze has not told us to change anything, but Apple Best has. Now, I'm going to let you know on this phone, because you're probably looking at it like, well, what, there's something different about it. Well, yes, that's I am using a beta version. Use so, the left three lanes to keep left onto Garden State Parkway North. Thank you. Uh, so, as you can see, it's much more detailed than Waze as far as, like, telling you where to go. Now, I am using a beta uh, software of iOS 13 on here. That's using iOS 12. So, there could be some differences because of that. But if that's some of the, if it tells me a different way, that's something new. I haven't seen Apple Maps tell me to go a different way. Very rare I do that. Waze is more. Right on to Garden State Parkway North Toll Plaza. All right. Lanes. <laughs> What's interesting about Garden State Parkway is. Miles. There, shut up. <laughs> so, the, you can see that there's actually a split in the road here. This is something very unique to Jersey where we have. You all stay. I'm turning you all up. My wife is going to make the decision to go into the right lane. I am. So, you are following actually what Apple Maps said. <laughs> you go on YouTube, you'll see exactly what I'm doing right now. But check out our YouTube channel. All right, if you hear that wonderful noise, that's a humongous rainstorm we have right now. Outside is terrible right now, so we are going to be uh, seriously uh, be testing these apps out. Uh, I can tell you right now, based on this drive, the Waze app understands that we're in some traffic here. Uh, Apple Maps really does not know that. It's saying that we're normal, so you can see that based on the sound, and if you're watching us on YouTube, you can see that this is uh, pretty bad. When Apple Maps is not being used, I did put it, both of these items to sleep at one point. Now she's using the driving, do not disturb me with driving feature, so that could possibly be a difference. Uh, also, when I unlock it and I turn it back on, it's right back on the Maps app. So what's really nice about that is I don't have to worry about unlocking it using my face. So that's a very, I think, unique feature. I have seen that before with the Maps. The Apple Maps, you really don't have to unlock it. I have seen times where Waze actually forgets I'm even doing driving, uh, even when I leave the app. So when you put it to sleep, not so much, but when you leave it, it kind of forgets that you're driving somewhere. So that to me is a little bit of a disadvantage with Waze is that it doesn't work as good with the operating system. But that's one thing I just wanted to point out is that I did. I think putting it to sleep, especially using Apple Maps, is a very big plus. And by the way, when I did the sleep feature, I did them at the exact same time. That way the battery life's not by the way, this trip is sponsored by Pepperidge Farmilano's, the new salted caramel chocolate. Tana, what do you, you do to say about these cookies? They're yummy. She likes the cookies, guys. And yes, that is a crumpy cat on the dashboard. All right, we're about halfway through our trip to wherever New York we're going. Uh, middle wanna, of nowhere, New middle York. Middle of nowhere, New York. So I just want to point out one thing that on Apple Maps, Apple Maps was making us go a different direction. We were going to stay on the Garden State Parkway to go straight up. We're going to the, what was called the New York Thruway. That's both ways we're going is gonna take us there. We're taking 287. Uh, if anything, it saved us money on tolls. That's what Waze told us to go. So we're going on Waze's uh, and zero suggestion. And there's no traffic out here. Uh, so compared to maybe the Garden State Park, we might be a little bit busier. Uh, so, but the ETA on Apple Maps right now says 2.57 p.m. And on Waze, it says 2.52. By the way, this song, Stephanie Tanner couldn't play it. She should have listened to Uncle Jesse. She didn't listen. I'll watch that episode. You get the reference. Hey, we made it to New York. Hey. New York through New York. 
real quick uh, last thing we want to talk about right before we talk about the final reviews battery life now of course these are different things that are happening in the background uh while we're doing it but as you can see uh Waze ate up a lot of battery life compared to that i mean uh so again because remember the one thing is that maps does go to sleep you can see she's pretty much under 20 percent and this one's still pretty good not saying this is exact science of exactly the same scenario it obviously won't be the perfect thing but as you can see, the battery life has completely diminished. What was that all the way at the top, basically? Before yeah, it was 100%. She was very close to 100% on this. And you can see that Waze really kills your battery. All right, guys. So the review is finally over. We are now at our destination in Monticello. Monticello. Monticello, New York. Let's talk about uh, the pros and cons. So first, I'm going to talk about Apple Maps. Pros are battery life. That is definitely seen from the Waze app, as I can tell you right now. That is a huge plus for Apple Maps with regarding that. I would say that the fact that the screen goes to sleep while you're actually using it. So, and then remember this is running a beta, so this stuff could change on this app, but I think it was more descriptive of what it was, what you were doing. The cons of it, I would say is that the traffic patterns are not as direct on there. And then the final thing I would say, this is, Kind of a small thing, but I don't think it knows where to take you right away. It kind of figures it out as you go along. So when it came to Waze, Waze never redirected us. Uh, Apple Maps tried to do it twice. So I can tell you that they were definitely uh, they were definitely not too sure of what of where to send you. Stop making noise. Uh, when it comes to Waze, the plus sign is that Waze definitely always knows where to take you. That is probably the number one thing I will tell you is that it's 
pretty on spot every time uh, where you're going. It's just using a Google al algorithm after all. So really, when you're using Waze, you're using Google Maps. Uh, so that would be the biggest thing. And I would say it's more on target of your time. I don't think Apple Maps figures it out as well. It maybe does down the line, but when you're first starting off, it really knows the exact amount of time you're going to take to, to do it. So that would be my big plus for that. Now the negative on it is the battery. It's going to kill your battery uh, when you don't have it on a charge. So I can tell you right now that that is a humongous no for me on Waze, is that the fact that it is just way too battery driven on there. The screen never turns off, so that is going to be a huge negative on there. Uh, and that's probably the biggest thing I could tell you with Waze, the negative of it. Tara, if you had to choose one, what would you choose? based on the experience. I'm gonna use my wife as an example here. Because of the fact that it sucked my battery away, I'm gonna go with the one who didn't kill my battery. All right, so that's our review for app versus app. If I had to pick the app, I would go with Apple Maps as well as my primary app. I would never use Waze unless I'm going somewhere I've never been before. So that, that's the only time I probably use it. All right, that was app versus app. Now I wanted to get Tim's opinion based on the video and that you will see on YouTube. Uh, following this episode, go watch it again. Uh, so, Tim, what are your thoughts? My first initial thoughts is I'm shocked. Even as working for an Apple as an Apple employee, I still always use Google Maps and Waze. Uh, majority, I always use Waze. Just because, like as Will pointed out in the video, the directions are always on point. I'm not the one that likes my route being changed throughout my drive. I like my route being one route, and it goes there. Now, unless there's like traffic or it redirects me around traffic, but it seemed like when Will, Will and his wife were traveling to the wedding, there wasn't it wasn't redirecting you for to go around traffic or anything. It was just redirecting you to go a different way. And it didn't, as Will pointed out, it didn't save him much time. It was almost more miles at some points. So that was definitely interesting. The caveat is, I feel like having a battery life is so huge, especially when you're traveling. Because, you know, nowadays, you know, the new phones only have one lightning port. And if you want to plug in your phone to charge, but then you also want to listen to music, you kind of lose that aspect if you don't have like a splitter or whatever whole nine yards. If you're using Waze, your battery is going to be dead by the time you get to your destination. Whereas if you're using Apple Maps, you know, it goes in that safe power saving mode where you can lock your screen and it, it doesn't really use your your battery as much. That's huge. That's that's so, so huge. I'm a little biased in a sense that I have Apple CarPlay and I love Apple CarPlay. So I will always pray about Apple CarPlay. It's probably one next to apple wallet is my next favorite software that apple's ever made apple maps always had this really bad stigma associated to it that it always led you to nowhere or always gave you the longest route but they've been continually improving it it's finally now getting into the conversation to to compete with with ways and google maps and these other you know third-party app services to really put its put themselves out there as soon as uh, apple allowed you to delete your applications i deleted apple maps because i didn't use it but now, you know, it's I'm going to highly consider keeping it on my phone. Yeah, I, I think the whole point, that's why we're doing this app versus app guy. This is exactly the point of it, is to show two apps that are similar. Maybe there is a stigma that you have about one of them and that now you can kind of maybe change your mind based on these videos. And that's why we're here to educate you guys. That's the whole point of why we're doing this Think Different podcast anyway. I hope, Tim, you give it a try one day. Try it out. Try the Apple Maps out, especially when iOS 13 comes out. Anytime going somewhere that I know where I, I need to be, 
if it's like an address, but if it's somewhere new I've never been before, I've never seen it before, you know, usually I'll, I'll use Waze, but I will always plug it in. Uh, that'll do it for this week. Episode two's in the books. This is the official first week of us talking about news yeah. and doing content for you guys. Uh, so, Tim, what do you think so far? I'm, I'm loving it, man. I mean, it's really it's really fun to talk about a company that you and I both you know really adore um, and love. Oh, but don't worry, folks. We will get to the good, bad stuff. Don't worry about it. So we will get there. <laughs> it's coming. Uh, but make sure you follow. Yes, it's coming. Make sure you follow us on our Instagram at Think Different Podcast as well as on Facebook at Think Different Podcast and on Twitter we are Think Diff Pod. We do publish articles that way you guys can have some up to date articles throughout the week. Uh, and then of course if you want to see the video version of App versus App, go to our YouTube page and check that out. So that is the end of this week. We are done. We are heading out. We need to go to sleep. So <laughs> thank you everybody. Enjoy the rest of your weekend and remember to always think different, you crazy ones. Peace out, brother. Brother.